0: Welcome back to another edition of Beckett Radio. I'm yours truly, Derek Ficken. Alongside for a second week in a row is Mr. Eric Norton. Eric, how's it going, man?
1: Good morning, sir. How are you?
0: Good morning. Yes, uh, we had to do this on Thursday. A lot of issues with uh, everything here. It's uh, Long story short, we're here. We're here. And that's a good thing for us and everyone that's listening out there. So uh, thanks to everyone for uh, checking us out this week. We got a great show. Uh, Eric, you, you got uh, a lot of great in-depth analysis that you're going to cover this week, right? Uh,
1: yeah, well, I'm going I'm to try to bring it. I'm yeah, so, so
0: it. <laughs> we have you on. We have Matt Bible coming on to talk. Uh, they're, they're doing a big historic change to the Almanac with gaming and non-sports, so check that out. It's going to be a good interview, as well as Will Zena of Avzen Sports Cards. I met him at the Industry Summit, and he called into the show yesterday, and we did a quick interview about having uh, an online-only store and how that's been profitable for him compared to actually having a brick-and-mortar store and how the future should be, obviously, all online. You, you think so? I, I personally think so because not only do you get the people you know in your area that know you personally, you get people in other states you get people in other countries mm-hmm. just by the click of a button. You know what I mean? You, you, you can do that with guys like David Adams, blow out cards. But, you know, say Joe Schmo in, in Dallas, Texas, has a nice little card shop, been there for 10 years. Yeah, they might have a little online presence, but they're more focused on the actual store. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're really dedicated or, or whatever the case, they might put extra effort in getting online presence. But that's a lot of work. So if if you have just strictly online, just singles boxes, whatever, it kind of takes the whole you know extra work out of it because you're just focusing on that aspect, you know.
1: I, I understand that. I follow that. Um, obviously, I think there's something to be said for the on the customer side for going to a brick and mortar store. True,
0: so. and I no, I completely agree. I love brick and mortar stores, but as far as accessibility, I, I follow uh, it's a lot easier for getting more profit but it's a great interview he uh, he's originally from new york so we kind of talked about the knicks mm. and their blunder with that uh the draft lottery and the new york Mets. so check that out but before we get started let's do our best best segment of the week and it is new pricing and products here we have Topps pro debut baseball sage autographs football and panini spectra basketball all releasing next wednesday so stay tuned for all those checklists on becca.com as far as pricing goes, we have Diamond Kings baseball. I just finished Immaculate Collection basketball. Those are some just crazy, crazy prices. Like, I mean, it's one of the most sought-after brands out there, uh, not just for basketball but all of sports. Uh, I mean, they had a kind of a multi-sport type set where they had, I mean, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Joe Montana, Cristiano Ronaldo. Wow, Ronaldo card. It was a sticker autograph, number to twenty-five. It was selling for about a thousand bucks. Wow! Yeah, uh, and you know Joe Montana was about five hundred bucks. You know, so it, it was absolutely unbelievable to see. So check those out. Also, ITG Heroes and Prospects Hockey was recently priced. That was a tough um, one. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Let's. Uh, we we have some stories we want to get into. Yeah. Uh, the National Sports Card Convention is coming up uh, end of July. Uh, I will be there uh, hosting the Casebreaker Pavilion uh, doing all that good stuff. So check us out on the main stage. I will be MCing with with some buddies of mine. Uh, we're gonna talk about that because there's some updated autograph guests. Uh, some of them, I really want. I'm probably gonna pay like 500 bucks to get all these Woo. autographs. No, <laughs> I wish. But yeah, we'll talk about that. Also Bryce Harper's in the news. Not only is he hitting it, On the diamond, but he's hitting it in the hobby. He's Uh, big in the hobby. uh, Yeah, big in the hobby. We'll talk about that. Also, there was some auction news with uh, some rookie cards getting sold for high dollar amounts. So we'll talk about that. But let's go back to the big topic, and that's the updated attendee list for autographs. Uh, This list looks amazing. It does. It's like a who's who of sports. Pastimes, you so know, you should
1: have uh, what Thursday and Friday there. I got part of Thursday,
0: I have uh, the very end of Thursday, Friday, and
1: Saturday. I got some Saturdays, so too. let's hear
0: Thursday. Then so we'll start with Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, yeah. okay, yeah. Who do we have on Wednesday that that is popping out at you? I'm
1: gonna pop uh, well, I'm I like the hockey's the uh, hockey, of course, you ode, do. Ode to Chris, of uh, course. <laughs> Eddie Belfour, Eddie the Eagle, um, Bobby Hall, nice, Chris Chelios. okay, Jeremy Roenick. All those are on Wednesday,
0: all right. I'll take that. What about Thursday? Uh the
1: beginning of Thursday, let me, let me, Bob Greasy. There you
0: go. There we go. Yeah, we also have Mookie Wilson, Steve Largent. There you go. Around Steve the Largent. 4 p.m. area. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Friday is actually pretty cool. We got Marv Levy uh, kicking it off at 11 a.m. with Frank Robinson. Then you got uh, just a, 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 an enormous amount of baseball, just legends. Rod Carew, Dave Winfield, Barry Larkin, Robin Yount. Uh, Jim Palmer, Dennis Eckersley, Wade Boggs, Carlton Fisk, Jim Rice, uh, you know uh, Bob pick, Gibson, Tim Raines.
1: I'll pick up there. Frank Thomas, Scotty Pippen, Rafi go. Pomero, Mike Tyson, Brian Erlacher, Isaiah Thomas, and Lou Holtz There you on go. Saturday.
0: Yeah. I mean, even you have Ricky Henderson, too. Uh, Mike Piazza, Reggie Jackson, Randy Johnson, Cal Ripken Jr., Pedro Martinez, John Smoltz, Andre Dawson, those are on Saturday as well. I think the big name is Barry Sanders.
1: Barry Sanders added Barry, yesterday, yeah, yesterday,
0: right? Yeah, added the other day. Uh, he's going to be Saturday at 1245 right after Pedro. Pedro. And right before Emmett Smith. How about that? Nice. How about that? Well,
1: on Sunday, don't don't scoff at Sunday. We got Johnny Bench. Okay. That's your guy. You got to. I, all I, over yeah, I there, already
0: right? have a. I've met him as a kid. He's, he's uh, a great. Fred Bletnikoff. There you go.
1: There you go. Uh, Todd Hollinsworth. That's a. Yeah, right. yeah. Roger Clemens. Steve Carlton. Tony LaRusa. Pete Rose. Brooks Robinson. Eddie Murray. Joe Morgan, Randy White, Ozzy Smith, Lou Brock, and Whitey Horzog. I would like Herzog. to
0: get Pete Rose's autograph, even though he signs a lot now or he's starting to sign a lot more. Uh just to have it, you know, just on a baseball. Just say, hey, this is, you know, it's an iconic piece of history. He's one of the greatest players ever, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. My I, I totally
1: agree with you. Um, um if you can't get it at the national mm. Anytime you visit Vegas, you can get it there. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, that works. Um,
1: My man sets up at a mall and literally signs during the the day. Yeah, that happens. Hey, man,
0: that's cool. Uh, Also, uh, a little note here. uh, Jimmy Connors is signing on Saturday. Yeah, kind of out there, uh, but definitely interesting. Is McEnroe
1: going to be with him? Uh, Yeah, seriously.
0: That that would be really cool. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, the list is pretty awesome. You have Nate, Nate Tiny Archibald on there. John Riggins, nice. Uh, good old days with the Jets and Skins. Dominique, uh, you know, we got some good stuff. The Worm, Jim Kelly. Uh, so I'm I'm excited. Hopefully we'll be in the same area to see all these guys. Last year I was able to meet Ricky Williams. He was on his way to start signing, and I ran. I literally ran down to. I was yelling,
1: "Ricky, Ricky!" Hold on, hold on. No, nobody ran down Ricky. I,
0: I no. Well, he was walking. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. All right. But yeah, I I kind of you know ran up to. him. I was like, "Hey, man, huge fan, huge fan. Can I take a picture?" He's like, "Yeah, man, sure." Real nice guy. So hopefully I'll be able to uh, get another. Uh, picture hopefully an autograph but yeah good good list national sport card convention going to be in chicago at the end of the month of july uh, i'll be there wednesday to sunday i'm going to be just busy
1: you're the voice of the case break i'm right?
0: the I, yeah i am the main voice of the case break pavilion that's kind of scary about that? uh i'm excited i am very excited uh i feel like my voice has a price on it now it does like maybe i should uh maybe i should start thinking about uh things like that because i never really thought about that i'm just kind of speaking you know what i mean people ask me do you do something with your voice if you no, i just it's just me you
1: know, you know? special gurgling technique something. yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I do my apple cider vinegar in the morning now, so okay. that kind of right. helped. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. National Sport Car Convention in Chicago. Going to have a lot of hot dogs, deep dish pizza, all that good stuff. Never been to Chicago, uh, so I'm going to go ham on some food, man. You said uh, – Gibson's. The, might go to Gibson's. Heard that place is absolutely Dick's? amazing. Dicka's.
1: Yeah. yeah, might go there. Deep dish pizza, they just opened a. They. I – I don't like that term. They. they. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, they, you know, they. <laughs> Hey, who Jeez. told you them? Yeah. You know, um, Gino's East just opened a yes. pizzeria here. In I heard Fort about Ward, that. So
0: yeah, they took over Bikinis in Arlington. I'm I'm a little bit <laughs> upset about that. That was my college hang in Arlington. But I mean, I hear the pizza is yeah. I talked to Sudsy about it. Sudsy Bill Sutherland here is from Chicago, right? And I was like, hey man, what's this Gino's East? And he's like, dude. Go get it. It's legit. Yeah, man. he was like, "It's legit. Good pizza. Check it out." So I got to do it. I, I love pizza. Well,
1: you know, at least they took over bikinis and not a Twin Peaks in Waco.
0: That is very true, and uh, we'll keep it at that. <laughs> uh, let's go over to Bryce Harper. Let's uh, do that. Bryce Harper. He's on my fantasy team, Uh-oh. and he he just <laughs> demolished everybody. He he literally won my week. Are you in first him. place? No, I'm in fourth place but i was second to last before he got hot i see so i'll take it out of 12 teams i'll take that uh but yeah so what's going on with bryce on cardboard what, what's the whole deal with that he now? is
1: I mean, it's hard to say he's having a resurgence because i mean it's bryce harper you can't really from where he started you yeah. know, we, st- we noticed him at 17 years old when he was on the cover of sports illustrated of course yeah you know um but with the with the hot start he's had through 41 games he's got 138 at-bats 15 home runs thirty eight RBI and he's batting three thirty three. And it's it's not even I mean, it might be towards the quarter mark. Yeah, just just first quarter of yeah. the season. So. Yeah,
0: so that's absolutely insane.
1: Now obviously there's gonna be ebb and flows, but I right now he's hot. Yeah. Um yeah. luckily uh-huh. I submitted two of his rookies for grading about a week before he got hot. So I should be getting them back soon. There you go. And hopefully um you know I'll just put those aside for a while and okay hope yeah. that works out yeah stash it in the box in the box yeah no
0: I. he's he's been absolutely outstanding uh, do you have some recent sales d- of some of his cards I that,
1: do I mean, um,
0: is, is it astronomical what 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 are we looking at here well
1: these are not all these are not final but you know, the prices are are getting up back up there uh, 2001 Bowman Chrome prospect Bryce Harper okay 610 dollars with 90 watchers Wow that's a, that's a big one there. Uh, what else we got here? PSA 9 Mint 2011 Bowman Chrome, $395 with 53 watchers. So that's the same card in the uh, PSA uh, encased. Yeah. Bryce Harper Auto 2011 Bowman Chrome with a BGS 95, $550. And then the 2009 Bowman Affleck Bryce Harper Auto PSA 9, $445 with 29 watchers. Okay. You know, it, the list just reads like that. It, it's you're anywhere between the... You know the hundred and twenty dollar mark, anywhere up to six hundred dollars. So
0: yeah, you can't really get a, a nice Harper card for less than a hundred bucks. No, yeah, you can't like do a that. key card. So I mean, but he's always been like that. You know, he he's he's been that Chris Bryant. You know, he he's just been highly touted all throughout high school, and people have just you know been they jumped on his train super early, and no one's really jumping off. You know,
1: there's the. Uh the tops to two thousand thirteen tops five star dual MLB uh, logo man mm. with Mike Trout. You want to take a guess at that? Oh,
0: jeez, uh, I am gonna have to say a couple grand.
1: North is a couple grand. It's forty five hundred dollars. Wow. So
0: yeah, yeah. There, there is that. If
1: you you <laughs> might want to go search through your box to see if you have any of those. Yeah, that's that's around.
0: absolutely insane. I, I wish I didn't get out of the whole collecting world in college because that's when all these guys just shot out of nowhere. You yeah. know. I, I kind of got out at the wrong time.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of pissed. I understand that. <laughs> but I'm hey man, I'm back. It's cool. At least you got into it at the at the right time in the early '90s when everything was just plentiful. Yeah, exactly.
0: Plentiful and cheap. And cheap. And that uh, that is my motto. And plentiful, that stuff, and it's still plentiful and yeah. cheap. Plentiful. <laughs> cheap. But uh, yeah, Bryce Harper. I mean, the Nationals, uh, unfortunately. In that division, you have the Mets doing so well. So they're kind of – I mean, they're not masking the success of Bryce Harper because he's one of the faces of baseball. But I feel like the Mets' success have taken a little away from the Nationals and uh, Bryce Harper. Uh, Strasburg isn't doing that well this year. Uh, I think his ERA is in upper fours, maybe in the fives. So it's like, all right, that guy – maybe a bust you know he was the number one pick you know
1: i don't think it's fair to call him a bust yeah
0: i'm not gonna do that yet because he did so well you know a couple years ago right uh it's just unfortunate but on the other side of things bryce harper is killing it with his expectations you know uh so expect his prices to go up yeah i don't see it going down anytime soon. Who's
1: doing the, who's doing the baseball play? is it brian
0: brian does those yeah. yeah
1: so shout out to brian
0: shout out to brian hook That's it up we, brian yeah. let's,
1: let's make sure the prices are current
0: yeah let's go over to something relevant in this hobby uh and <laughs> not, that, not yeah, brian not brian <laughs> okay uh let's go to our last story of the day and that is uh some rookie cards Getting yes. some high dollar amounts in, in some auctions.
1: Some high dollar rookie cards. Yeah. So uh, Ricky uh, Henderson shattered a record. Yeah. Let's hear that. In the Mile High Card Company Extra Innings auction, it ended at thirty thousand dollars. What?
0: When and I was it, young, and it's I was, graded right, it was a,
1: a PSA ten.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: When I was young, that was the card. The, yeah. The the Ricky Henderson card. Yeah. I have a the first Beckett. Mm. over at my desk and I think it was like seven bucks no way like that. if that if wow that, in the very first Beckett yeah but now seeing a PSA 10 in that year is obviously hard from the 1980 tops yeah so um it's very hard but $30,000
0: that's nuts that's insane. I, I need to uh, I need to look into my collection.
1: You you're an Oakland guy. You got any? Lo- yeah. you got any rookies?
0: Uh, I might. I I really need to check that out. Uh, Cause that's that would be really cool. You know what I mean?
1: That that would be nice. Uh, another sell from that auction was a 1976 tops Walter Payton rookie mm. PSA ten. Established a new market for f- just under $15,000. It was fourteen God. seven. What? Yeah. For and a piece of cardboard, yeah, man. For a piece of cardboard. Then the 1957 Topps Paul Horning rookie card, graded a PSA 9, brought in just under 20000 Wow. And then I'm going to maybe tickle your fancy here. 1980s, <laughs> 1986.
0: Hey, man. None of that. None of that. Family show.
1: Family show. <laughs> I, I say that because you're a basketball guy. <laughs> 86, Jordan Rookie, uh-huh. PSA 10. Okay. Give me a guess.
0: Uh, 40.
1: No, lower than that. Mm,
0: 30.
1: No, 14, eight. Oh, dang. But I that's, was really off. <laughs> that was, you were. <laughs> wow, my bad. <laughs> and then one more for you because I know you're a Niners fan. Okay. Oh, no. Joe Montana Rookie. Okay. PSA 10.
0: All right. What do you got? Uh, Give me a range. I'm not good at guessing. Uh, between
1: 7 and 20.
0: 7 and 20. I'll say a grand. No. No. <laughs> how much
1: 125 <laughs> hey 125 on that
0: i'm i'm horrible at uh at guessing prices i need to see that's why i'm so good at an uh an analysis right you know cuz i just can't throw a price out there and be like yeah that's the price i got to have concrete physical mm. evidence if that's um, what it is. Yeah, man, it's it's ridiculous. So when people come at me and yell at me at shows about why is this card so less than this card, it's like I don't know. I look at the secondary market. You know, that's, that's what you do. You I know? got
1: into that the other day on um, social media site about. Uh-huh. Uh, Tereschenko, and McKinnon. Oh no. And they wanted to know why Terashenko's cards were where they were. Now, yeah. not knowing who I was, I didn't yeah. make myself known, but basically I, I defended the secondary market stats, yeah. you know, it, it just it's just not there. Yeah. If it was, we would raise it. Exactly. But he, the guy was all all miffed and there was other yeah. people there who backed up what I was saying, so that was nice. But, yeah, you and you that's know, what it is. It's all. Awesome.
0: I don't have a problem defending, you know, what what we do because yeah, people can say, "Yeah, a computer can do it." Okay, yeah, sure let a computer do it and see what happens exactly. see what prices come out you know exactly. it, it's it's really tough and coming into this it's uh i give a whole new respect for the guys that have been doing it like dan and all them for mm-hmm. all these years because it, it's a lot of just studying and research not only do you have to know the cards you have to know the sports yeah you know that's why I, i'm focusing mainly on basketball because I, I i love basketball you know so to know okay you know shabazz napier yeah he was highly touted coming out of college yeah he won the title but he tanked
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: throughout the season and now he's i think we dropped him to a semi-star whoa yeah i you know first round talent but he's tanking in prices
1: does that mean you take that shabazz napier down here
0: your- dude i was thinking about that the other day yeah I, so i have an oversized card of i guess uh one of their draft day cards or something. yeah it was just
1: the regular wasn't yeah, it? yeah uh
0: i think it was hoops yeah, yeah it hoops? was hoops yeah. and uh, i had a oversized card of shabazz napier then I gave you the Joel Embiid one, right? Just because he was in a suit. He was but, in a suit. Yeah, kind of weird. Uh, but I liked the Shabazz because I was I was a fan of UConn. They they played well, but now the Shabazz is just. Non existent, yeah. Sh- should not, yeah. Should not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's definitely interesting. No, that, that's a really cool story. Obviously, Beckett Auctions is selling a lot of crazy stuff, right? Uh, I'm not sure we had the uh, the Harry Frazy Babe Ruth dual cut auto card in last month's auction. Not sur- sure if it sold or how much it sold for, uh, but we have a lot of lenticular photos. Uh, from Exograph and and Tops, this employee uh, who worked there for a while has all these uncut sheets. It's it's absolutely insane. We also have a Lou Gehrig Babe Ruth dual cut autograph uh, relic. Wow, that's insane! A booklet card from uh, can't even see. What's... It's
1: from Tops Triple Thread. Yeah, but it's at an it's a BGS nine and a half. That's not bad. Yeah, that I, I sent that out on Instagram for a super sneak peek of the the upcoming auction. There you go. So
0: yeah, so check it out. Check us out on Instagram at Beckett Media LLC. Also at Beckett Auctions. Uh, Twitter at Beckett Auctions at Beckett Media. A lot of cool stuff going on there. We're giving away a lot of prizes and a lot of giveaways too. Yeah, so we are. If you like free stuff, might as well check it out. I know. don't
1: have one up right now. I don't. I'm gonna. I got a I got a T-shirt over there. Maybe I'll throw it up.
0: Well, I we we did the Immaculate Collection break yeah. at Panini. Everyone needs to check it out. Great break. Had a lot of cool stuff in there. But we were given away a nameplate nobility BGS9 of Alfred Payton. that's number two, six. Right. And all they had to do was select the winner of the Cavs. Uh, Are we announcing the winner here? No, Uh, I already announced it. Okay. On, on, uh, on the comment section, but he hasn't responded.
1: He hasn't responded. Yeah.
0: So if I don't hear back from this guy by the end of today, I'm putting it back in our prize vault. Maybe you should, Uh, you know, and I'm, I might pick another winner here in the next week or so, but yeah, it's. That card is a nice card. We there, there were a lot of comments on it, too.
1: We have a, uh, also a Dominic Hoshik from Masterpieces Up. Nice. Uh, on, it was on the Facebook page. Okay. So if you didn't go to the Facebook page, you didn't know about it. <laughs> so what you got <laughs> to do is you, you got to go to the Facebook page, click the link, and leave me a comment on uh, who do you think the best goalie is in the modern era of hockey. Yeah, And it's got to be a comment. I don't want a yeah. name. I, I, need, I need a comment.
0: Yeah, you know, and our uh, gaming non-sport expert, Matt Bible, who's going to come on in a little bit, he sent us an email because he was surprised about all the responses for uh, Dominic yeah. he because he's a Marty guy. He's right. a Marty Brodeur fan. I'm a Hasha guy because that when I got into hockey was when he was absolutely dominating. I right. mean, when he was it. You know, he was the guy for goalie. So I have, you know, that's that's who I go towards. But at the same time, for Mr. Consistency, you got to go with Marty Burdur. Uh, I'm a Patrick Wall guy. It, I mean, yeah. Y- there's some ma- Mike Vernon you can yeah. throw in there. I mean, he's not as great, but he definitely did some damage. Uh, Eddie Belfort. Eddie the Eagle. <clears throat> kind of. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of great, great goalies that came out from that era, you know. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. Uh, box boxbusters. Uh, just search immaculate, yeah, masterpieces, mm-hmm. uh, and, and get your hands on these awesome cards. But the uh, masterpieces
1: contest ends; it's either May 29th or June first, so okay. it's it's one or the other. Yeah, and we'll just pick a, ra- a winner at random. But yeah. you got to leave a comment.
0: Yeah, y- yeah, and that's what I kind of I was like, you know, I'm tired of people just saying just one word, Cleveland, right? You know, like uh, I mean, I obviously it was all random, so I'm not gonna disallow it. But uh, the guy who won said calves in six, and calves won in six. So oh. I thought that was kind of you know funny. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll you know, that, that makes sense. But he hasn't responded. So it's
1: like, all right, man. So you give him to the end of the day.
0: End of the day, yeah. And then back in the prize vault. Back in the prize vault. All right.
1: who was his name?
0: Uh, Joe Karras. Joe Karras. Yeah, C A R R U S. I
1: hope you listened to this before.
0: Yeah. I don't know. By the end of today.
1: Eight man. o'clock tonight. Yeah. You better get on that, Joe. Yeah.
0: Need to send me an email, dficken at beck.com, to, to get your hands on this card. If not, it's going back in the vault. We'll figure out a, a way to give it away again because I don't want it. I, don't want I mean, I can't have it, but.
1: Does he got that nice fro on the card? Yeah. Oh.
0: I mean, it's the P. Yeah. For nameplate nobility, it's the P of his last name, so it's perfect. Nice. It's a 106, too. One of six. So it's a 101. One, ebay 101, one, people. Come on. Get on it. Get on it, Joe. All right. So uh, let's, let's bring in Matt Bible here talk a little gaming non-sports we talk about game of thrones the hobbit uh, panini americana then we talk about mad max avengers yeah daredevil the flash i mean if you guys are a fan of of non-sports i mean superheroes all that good stuff you got to check out this interview also will zaina of uh sports He's going to come on, so uh, yeah, stay tuned. All right, so with Inside New Releases, I'm kind of getting away from just one product, and we're going to focus on non-sports. And what better way to focus on non-sports and talk about non-sports than to bring in Mr. Matt Bible of Beckett here. Uh, Matt, how's it going? Pretty good, how are you? I'm all right. Now, uh, it's been a long week, but do you have any plans for the weekend? Maybe some movies to check out? Uh, I uh, still need to see the Avengers movie. i'm I'm slacking on that.
2: Uh, I've went around out and seen the Avengers. Um, Have you seen Mad Max? Uh, no, it might be something to do. I'll pro- if I don't do that, I'll probably just watch just hang the Stanley Cup playoffs <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah, no, I've been so just mesmerized with the NBA playoffs that it's I mean I've heard so many great things about the NHL playoffs this year.
2: Yeah, Chicago and Anaheim went the distance last night, so I stayed up and watched that. And yeah. I'm kind of regretting it today. <laughs> yeah. I'll be leaving here in a little while, but yeah, you'll, you'll once pass I get out. home, yeah, I'll be <laughs> I'll be sleeping. There's no homework for me tonight. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about some uh, some non sports. We'll get into gaming a little bit, um, okay. but there have been a couple releases recently. That uh, I'm a big fan of Game of Thrones. I don't know if you're caught up completely with with the uh, not the book, but the TV show.
2: Uh, I have never watched Game of Thrones, believe really it or not. Um, I kind of have this standing rule, and I'm considering breaking it just because you know for work mm-hmm. uh, related reasons. Just so I n- understand what what all the you know the, the hype is about. But yeah. my standing rule is I don't watch television series or movies until i've read the books okay um but i think i'm gonna have to break that rule because i just don't have enough time i'd have to you know move to another planet where there's like a a 45 hour day you know um but yeah yeah, i'm gonna have to catch up on game of thrones and i mean obviously i'm familiar a little bit with characters and things of that nature just from Seeing the cards and, and sometimes doing box breaks for, for shows that I've, you know, some of them I've never even heard of. I mean, it seems like that's the thing now. There yeah. just seems to be a Indeed. shows are just popping up everywhere. Exactly. It's, like, it's like gremlins, man. You just toss <laughs> yeah. one show into a pool of water and a thousand more pop yeah. up.
0: You're like, oh, no, please. No. Um, yeah. The reason why I brought it up is because last Sunday there was a crazy scene, very controversial. But uh, luckily, this product was released. Mm-hmm. Just in time for kind of all these crazy things to happen. Uh, also, The Hobbit just got released a little yes. while ago, and uh, most notably, Panini Americana, yes. uh, which we broke on BoxBusters. Check it out, pick.com slash news A lot of cool stuff
2: uh, coming out of these products. You're gonna have all the main characters who are in. Uh, Lee Pace, I think, is in, in The Hobbit. He okay. plays um, one of the main characters. Um, I think he plays one of the Elfin Ki- Elf King, but um, okay. you're going to have people seeking the autographs, but the best autographs are definitely in the Americana product. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bradley Cooper, he was one of the guys that they hyped on the sell sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, Al Pacino, James there Earl Jones. And then you're going to have, you know, just c- celebrities from all different walks of life. Hulk Hogan's in it, you know, d- just various... Uh, I don't know if it's appropriate to call them D list celebrities, Uh but I mean, you know, you, you know, there's got DJ Jazzy Jeffs in there. Common. We pulled those out of the, the packs. Eliza Dushku, Mm. I guess people who have taken like iconic roles and have been in, you know, shows that have kind of have a cult following reality shows. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. I mean, you know, is always a, a broad spectrum of the entertainment industry. Yeah. And uh, they always do a great job, but you'll always have those crazy collectors for Game of Thrones and The Hobbit, you know. Yes. Uh, just like Star Wars and Star Trek, you know. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, the Panini Americana, I I watched the Boxbuster, and it, it was pretty cool, some of the stuff y'all got.
2: Yeah. You know, Chris pulled the Even autograph, which is, we were debating whether or not that's controversial or not because she's under contract with wwe and typically that stuff isn't you know wwe doesn't like it when their talent yeah does things without their permission we 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 don't know what the what the deal is maybe maybe it was completely blessed but yeah you know it was just odd seeing someone who is under contract signing for somebody else because it it usually doesn't happen so Uh, yeah, that's
0: definitely interesting, but let's go over to the Card Gamer magazine okay. that just went to print, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll expect it mid to late June. Uh, what's kind of new and in, in featured in this upcoming issue of the Card Gamer?
2: Well, Card Gamer, uh, this time we're, we're experimenting a little bit. Uh, we've included a non-sports and a Funko price guide um, into the Card Gamer to kind of test that market and test the collectors and see if it's a popular edition you know in the card gamer we have the full color pages with images Mm -hmm. so there's plenty of images of the non-sports products we offer as well as the Funkos very heavy on Marvel and Star Wars Um, Star Trek is in there yeah a lot of the things that appeal to gamers as well as non-sports collectors are in there and of course you know you got the Funkos which are just as usual they're just insane (laughs) they're they're also like television shows you throw one in water and a (laughs) thousand more pop up there's just (laughs) i can't keep up with as many that come out every day
0: i I need to get my hands on on some new ones i'm still digging my super saiyan goku that i have uh but yeah it's i mean my brother talks about them, you know and and he's all the way in north carolina so it's crazy to see you know they're just everywhere uh so yeah check it out uh to get your upcoming card gamer next month uh but the the main reason why uh you came on the show was to talk about the almanac yes because actually a a pretty big and historic uh difference or change is coming for this almanac care to Mm -hmm. explain what's going on with
2: that uh the almanac the former gaming almanac is now going to be two almanacs it's going to be the non-sports almanac we're finally going to have a a standalone non-sports almanac and the gaming almanac as well um non-sports it will go to print at the end of july and be available mid-august and then the gaming almanac will um, be available it's the the normal time in in november yeah so So, uh,
0: the non-sports i mean it's just like you said it continues to multiply and multiply And so now it's getting to the point where you just need a whole nother book, you know?
2: Well, the good thing is I've, I've imported a lot of stuff that we've been missing. I've been able to price a lot of stuff that's been, uh, that hasn't been priced yet. And I've been able to get a lot of things cleaned up and organized a lot better. Um, the sort order is going to be a lot different than, Mm -hmm. than the almanacs of the past. We're going to actually do it alphabetically and then chronologically. Okay. So it's a lot cleaner. It's Mm going to be easier to find certain sets. You know, uh, we're also going to have it broken down into sections. We're going to have uh, pre-war vintage, which is going to cover, you know, 1800s to 1941. Oh, wow. Post-war vintage will be 1942 to 1980, and then modern will be 1981 to present. Yeah. And then we're going to break it into sections of certain genres or certain franchises. Okay. So we're going to have a bench warmer section. Nice. We're going to have DC and Marvel together. Uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, and wrestling. Mm. And then we're going to have an action figures, figurines section, which will encompass Funko and most of the things I just listed, DC Marvel, Star Trek, Star Wars, wrestling, The Walking Dead, and some McFarlane toys will be in there. And we'll complement the price guide with stories, hot lists, um, possibly some giveaways. There will probably be um, some ad revenue um, some space for ad revenue. So, if anyone's interested in ad revenue, please contact Bill Dumas at uh, b.dumas@veckett.com yeah. about ad revenue. We're always looking for ad revenue. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. It's because this is the first, the first time we've kind of, well, the first time I have basically uh, started a publication from scratch. Yeah, and that's, not, nothing that's a really big deal. to go on. So, it's I'm um, I'm definitely burning the midnight oil 24 hours a day so to speak uh, oh. just thinking of things that i need to clean things that i need to edit properly mm. anyone has any suggestions of what you would like to see in the price guide or what stories you'd like to see mm. covered possibly email us email me at uh, mbible at and i'll we'll see what we can do about you know coming up with something interesting they're more than likely will be giveaways yeah we, we don't know yet I mean we're still closer to the, the the release date you can have me on again we can we can talk about what else is going to be in it we'll have a much clearer picture of what's going to be included yeah
0: so. yeah definitely no I it's uh it's a big deal for sure you mm-hmm. know and the time and effort that goes into these almanacs I mean I'm doing the graded you know book and just for basketball you know as one of the minor sports it's insane
2: yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. just the amount of sets in non-sports right now is about 16,000. Yeah. Um, and and counting. I mean, I you know, yeah. I I still haven't put everything into 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 the, into the into the the database yet. I mean, the master list just keeps growing and growing <laughs> and growing. I'm yeah. still <laughs> mapping it out according to set and uh, just trying to get a handle on everything we have, make sure it's all cataloged in the master list. Mm. So it's easier to keep track of. We don't even have to go into the database to look it up for ourselves to double-check things. We can just, in the master list, and and I'm making, this thing's, this master list is going to be like Skynet. It's going to be (laughs) self-aware eventually because it's getting so much, it's bigger and bigger and bigger. I started out with, you know, it's about 500 KB Mm -hmm. on the Excel sheet. Now it's about 8 MB. Wow. It's just (laughs) the information that I'm putting in it is just insane. So, But it's going to help really regulate our publications in the future and Mm -hmm. help make sure it's going to cut down on mistakes and it's going to make it a lot easier for collectors to read and to enjoy. Hopefully.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. So definitely check it out uh, this summer for the non-sports and then this fall, this fall uh, for the gaming,
2: gaming, which Um, will pretty much be more or less the same um, because the gaming doesn't require as much cleaning as the non-sports did. It's going to still have the same sections, magic and Yu-Gi-Oh!, Uh, Pokemon yeah Uh, there will be more Bushy Road products so card fight Vanguard uh, future card buddy fight and uh, hopefully some Weiss Schwartz in there I don't know Um, those are the major the major uh, franchises for Bushy Road so cool we're just gonna try to you know get some more content in each of the almanacs and you know try to expand on the variety the wonderful variety that is both non-sports and gaming because there's a lot of it Yeah
0: I you know I thought there was a lot of variety with baseball and football but that doesn't even scratch the surface with gaming and non-sports
2: <laughs> Well I mean the most important thing about the non-sports almanac is it's going to be very Marvel and Star Wars heavy That's and that's because what a lot for of very need. obvious reasons because yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's already the summer of Marvel I mean the Avengers is pretty much They've won the summer, as far as I'm concerned, already. Yeah. I mean, they've you know it's pretty much a fight for second place right now. Yeah, with well, Jurassic World and Ant Man ready to getting ready to come out. So yeah, I, I
0: think uh, I think those are going to be very interesting. And also going back to the TV side of things, the Netflix uh, series Daredevil, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop. Like I watched it probably in a in in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I just I, the show was amazing. It's already picked up another season. And uh, I hear Flash on CW is pretty interesting. So, yes. I mean, all these superhero series, uh, movies, they're, they're taking over.
2: We've you know? got, you know, this, the uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. They've, they've been releasing, you know, bits and pieces about that. The, obviously, the new image with all the, the cast. Mm-hmm. Um it was recently announced that in Bat- Batman v Superman, Doomsday is going to make an appearance. Wow! Which I, I really don't know how I feel about that, but I am not going to get into my my. my
0: <laughs> yeah. I am not going to
2: get into my my uh, pet peeves about yeah. the, the movies. I am just going to just wait and see what happens when they come out. But yeah, I, um, it's going to be interesting
0: to say the least. I am excited, yeah. you know, because I am just your typical American to where I I don't know a lot, but it excites me when it comes on. So yeah. I, I, I like getting your take on things because you have more of a detailed uh, expert analysis rather than me just saying, oh, that's cool. You know, look at that shiny thing. What I, you know <laughs> what I mean? But uh, no, I, I've been absolutely enamored with Daredevil, The Flash, uh, Suicide Squad. I'm pumped for. Uh, and like I said, Mad Max. I, I think that little reboot or whatever you want to call it, that's I mean, that's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh,
2: and just like anything else all of these movies and TV shows are more than likely going to have a card set eventually. Exactly. The flash I know will be coming out later this year. I'm sure daredevil will get, get the treatment. Yeah. Um, autographs, relics galore, probably more than likely. I know the flash has a lot of Funkos that are being released, so Mm. I'm sure daredevil will have some too. Yeah. Um, and then when all the movies come out next year, the Funko galore, you know, suicide (laughs) squad. And yeah, so, you know, Lots of superhero stuff coming out on television and movies and lots of collectibles coming out following them. Exactly.
0: So, so you've got to get your your issues of the card gamer as well as the almanacs to stay up to date. Yes, indeed. So, all right, Matt, appreciate you coming on. And, uh, yeah, we'll get you on around the time that uh, the non-sports almanac comes out. So we'll talk more about that, but appreciate yep. it. Have a good one.
2: No problem, you too.
0: All right, so next up on Beckett Radio, we have a telephone interview for you guys, and it's coming all the way from Florida. Hopefully it's sunny and nice outside, uh, but we'll we'll get his take on it. Will Zena of Absent uh, Sports, how's it going, man?
3: Hi, pretty good. How
0: you doing, Derek? I- I'm all right. Now, I-, I do have to know, how's the weather in Florida? Because here in Dallas, it's absolutely terrible.
3: Yeah, <laughs> well, it is sunny right now you know we're getting into the the raining season yeah so you'll get these flash storms from time to time but for the most part high 80s low 90s and sunny
0: hey man that's beach weather (laughs) yeah so uh the reason why i brought you on we met at the industry summit uh this past uh year in in las vegas and it was great to meet you and the summit was great before we start i want to get your take on the industry summit and what are your thoughts of it going next year at hawaii
3: I, I actually really enjoyed it. It was, even though I've, I've been in the business for a little while, but it was the first time I had a chance to actually go to the summit, and, and I really enjoyed it. You know, it was a great experience. Um, you know, there, there were some parts that a lot of people um, felt could have been a little different. Of course. You know, but yeah. overall, I really enjoyed it, and I, I love meeting everybody. You know, I've been on Beckett for a long time, so I got to meet a lot of people um, that I would, to talk to on the phone or send emails to on a regular basis. So that was really good, too.
0: Yeah, you finally got a, a face to the name or, or a face to the email address, you know? So uh, let's kind of start it off. I want to get a little background.
3: Well, uh, I actually remember when I went to get my first pack. It was
0: 1987.
3: Okay. And... I went, I bought my first pack of 87 tops with the, you know, the, the wood framing (laughs) and, uh, I really got into it from there. I mean, before that I started getting into sports in 86 when the Mets were, were getting, were on their run, Mm -hmm. the amazing Mets of 86. And, you know, my father was a Mets fan. So I started, uh, I was seven years old and just started getting into it and they had a great year. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, this is great. You know, we got a team that's going to win all the time, and they're going to be so good. Little I know, I'm still waiting for the next championship. You know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, really from there I got into baseball, and a um, few months after that, you know, '87 tops was coming out, and I got my first packs done. '87.
0: So, yeah. So I'm gonna assume that your go-to team was was the Mets. But who on that team was kind of the the guy that you were trying to get his card?
3: Yeah, go to team with the Mets. Uh, I was a big Keith Hernandez fan. Okay. I, I liked um, Dell Strawberry uh, and Gary Carter. Those are my three guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good group to uh, to collect for sure. Yeah. Now I, I want get...
3: to I, I didn't know I would still be suffering today waiting for. <laughs> Another another winner.
0: Well, hopefully, I mean, you got Matt Harvey. He's pitching well. You know, the Mets are actually looking like a decent team. And, I mean, if Bartolo Colon's pitching well, you know that team's doing well, you know?
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that was a treat. Yeah. Sure, the way he started <laughs> off the season was definitely a treat. Yeah. And, yeah, Harvey, I can't get enough of Harvey. He's been great. Yeah. Um, the only thing, we, you know, we're, we're missing uh, Wright and Darnell. Once they get healthy and back in the lineup, I think we'll we'll put together a nice run again. But it's so a long
0: season, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, Bryce Harper. Forget it. he's he's out of control right now. He's 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 on his it looks like he's on his way to an MVP year. So yeah, that's going to be tough. You know, but everybody yeah. thinks this to be a wild card team. I think that's where we're going to be. Yeah, you know, the high eighties and wins, something like that.
0: Well, yeah, I agree. I, I can see them being in that range. But like uh, we talked earlier on the show today. Uh, Bryce Harper is one of the hottest guys not in baseball but in the market you know it, it's his prices are selling like crazy uh, I think he might be showcased on the next Beckett baseball I mean the guy is absolutely insane uh, so it, it's unfortunate that you have to see him so many times in a baseball season you know
3: yeah I mean they, they abused us last year yeah. you know it was, it was just it, was, it wasn't it was even fair <laughs> we took such a beating you know yeah so this year it's been a, <laughs> this year it's been a little more even so far you know but now- now with these guys warming up, keeping up, mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough. Hopefully, he cools down a little bit, when he comes to see us, yes.
0: Speaking of disappointments, I'm sorry, I'm I'm just giving you a disappointment here. But the NBA lottery uh, was the other night, and your Knicks. Uh, they were supposed to get one of the top two selections. Uh, Weren't they supposed to get number two?
3: Yeah, yeah, we were supposed to. I mean, up until the last week of the season, I thought we had a good shot at number one, (laughs) and it looks like we would have if we didn't beat, uh, I think, Atlanta. And I forget who the other other team was. Yeah. Those two teams, and it put us into the... Second to
0: last place. Yeah, I mean, you know, getting the fourth pick. I mean, the fourth pick is going to be great. But I've been looking online, checking out Twitter, and it looks like they might talk into trading, which, in my opinion, that would be great because they're a team that's in the rebuilding stage. They need some guys to run that offense that Phil Jackson wants. So, you know, hey, maybe get a couple selections out of it instead, you know? Yeah,
3: I mean, I I was in shock a little bit, and I was a little upset at first. Because yeah. I wanted, I wanted towns, you know, I want mm-hmm. Carl Anthony towns, and I was hoping we get one of those top two picks to have a good shot at him. Yeah. But after it settled, I, I kind of uh, started thinking number four isn't bad. I was thinking Winslow, Justice mm. Winslow. I've seen him play because I'm a Duke fan, also. Okay. And he he's a great player. I really enjoyed watching him play, and I think he's gonna his game is gonna translate great into the uh, into the pros. Um, I also like Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. You know, seeing him play on that run, I mean, he's just clutch. He's He's uh, you know he's um, polished. He's a polished player, Mm -hmm. and I think he'd make a a a great um, All Star NBA All Star player for for a long time and uh, for years to come. So I wouldn't mind if the Knicks don't take Winslow at four. If they decide to trade down, I'd say trade still stay in the top ten. Get Kaminsky and maybe another quality player in that trade or another draft pick.
0: Yeah, I, I think that sounds perfect. I was just going to say they should you know, draft to get uh, Kaminsky because I think he's going he's, he's to be one of the dark horses in this rookie class. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll check yeah, out you... that uh, later. But let's get back into the hobby. And I want to get some general uh, questions and answers from you. So I saw that you have a Beckett Marketplace. Uh, how long have you been doing that? And, and what have your experiences been with having a Beckett Marketplace?
3: Well, I've been on, on Beckett Marketplace, say, I have to say, probably close to 12 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, started small and then pretty much built up from there. So, you know, I've, I've been through good times, pretty bad times. And then, you know, we've built up to pretty good times again, you mm. know, with, in, in, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, nothing's perfect. I've yet to go on a website anywhere or a marketplace that's perfect, you yeah. know? So there's always going to be some hiccups here and there. But, you know, we've come a long way the past couple of years, and I'm really happy. I'm really pleased with the direction of uh, the Beckett Marketplace.
0: I want to get your thoughts on the transition in the hobby, because when I came into the hobby and, and when you came into the hobby around the late 80s, early 90s, I felt like it was all about set collecting, you know. Uh, and now it's, it's uh, transitioned into something more, kind of the gambling aspect. Everyone's wanting those hits. And, and and the base cards can just be thrown away. Uh, what are your thoughts about the hobby transitioning into that type of collecting?
3: Well, first I want to say anybody listening if they want to throw away their base cards, put them in a the box and mail them to me.
0: There you um,
3: go. I'll find something to do with them. All right. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't think I don't think any product is a waste. Yeah. But um you know the transition. I think is good. I think we still have our set our set fillers. You know our set collectors that like to get those base cards and are not looking for the high budget high end hit. And we have um, you know the the uh, you know the younger uh, collector that is really into getting the hits or the uh, the rare card. You know may not necessarily be an autograph, but maybe that that low numbered parallel of the, their favorite player. You know which is I think a reason why these box breaks are so popular these days, mm-hmm. these case breaks. And, you know, people can really go for the teams that they like. They can get those high-end cards and, at an affordable price. And um, so I think right now, the way the market is and the amount of product, I mean, we, we have to touch on that because back in the 80s and 90s, you'd get one set of tops, one set of clear, and one set of Don Rocks and Upper Deck, and that would be about it. You yeah. know, upper deck came around from, 90, from 89. Um, but now you have... I mean, there's a, there seems to be a, a set a week or a couple sets coming out each week, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's the diversity is good for the business. It's good for the dealer. And I think it's good because, you know, it's an international thing these days. And it, these um, the variation in product really is great for all different kinds of collectors, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, so I think there's a market for all of it. I really do.
0: Yeah. Now... I want to talk about Panini. Uh they just acquired the CLC license and and they're going to get their Panini Contenders Draft Picks. I mean the the product looks amazing. Uh but in your opinion, what do you expect the future of the hobby to be now that Panini's kind of taken all these big licenses away from other uh, companies?
3: Boy, I tell you Panini, Panini is um is just taking over. It seems like they're taking over the the entire hobby, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um they're get they just buying, you know, they're getting all these licenses. I mean, they make great products, you know. I never have a problem selling their product you know mm-hmm. now, I don't I don't really sell wax you know so I don't I can't speak for the, the people on that end of it but as far as singles I mean they, they all sell. Yeah. You know, so I, I can't I can't complain about it. I think they'll you know Optus has done a good job. I think in 2010 they uh, had the CLC license. Uh, that's when they reached their agreement, and it's coming to an it just came to an end. Yeah. I believe. Um. And they did a pretty good job. You know, I liked the product that they were putting out there, and the main the most important thing to me. Not only did I liked it, but most importantly, my customers liked it, and and they were you know they were jumping on it. You yeah. know, so I think that Panini can do just as good a job. I think they'll they'll uh, mimic a lot of what Upper Deck was doing. And, you know, they'll also put a little bit of Panini splash on it as well.
0: Of course. And we always love a little splash of Panini here and there, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: um, I, I want to talk again about your store. Now, we talked off-air about the difference between having an actual storefront compared to just an online store. Now, Avzen Sports Cards is, is purely online through Beckett Marketplace and other avenues, correct? Yes now what what are your thoughts? I mean I, I do know your thoughts, but why don't you tell the people that are listening uh, the difference in your mind with having an online only store compared to an actual storefront and why people should look into having an online store only
3: you know the main difference I feel that hobby shops you know that they they had their, they had their time and I think now that it's kind of started to fade away not that it you know I feel it's I feel like a dying breed, you know maybe that sounds a little harsh, yeah, but you know there's a place for it, but I don't think there's as much of a need for it as there was in the past. Uh, I don't think we need as many of them mm. and I think the most successful hobby shops in the business are stores with a a strong online presence yeah and stores that that uh, run a lot of Promotions a lot, run a lot of activities to generate traffic. Um, you know, like as I mentioned uh, uh, previously, Magic: The Gathering. They'll have you know they'll have games. They'll have gaming events uh, where kids can get involved. You know, they'll have some some stores do trading events. People come, they trade, they uh, they make trades and uh, you know trade cards and so things like that. Uh, stores that have the uh, the space to conduct events in that way. Mm-hmm. I think they do well. I think stores that have been around for quite a while will do well. But I think people that open stores today or in recent years probably haven't seen the same success unless they opened it uh, in, a, in a big way with all, of, all of those things in mind, you know? Yeah. So it's had a place, but I don't think that, you know, the... The time when you can you just walk in and you buy a couple of packs and maybe a comic and then you leave those kind of stores that just offer that. Um, I don't think that that um, the way the hobby is today, we can really support those kind of stores. You yeah. need to you need to offer more and you need to put more of an investment and, and uh, effort into into building a true store, and you need to embrace what what the internet has to offer you. Yeah, because uh, that's really what it's all about these days. And I think, uh, in in my opinion. I think having uh, focusing mainly on uh, selling online is the way to go. Yeah, you know, and and, and I think that's uh, you know you keep your overhead down. and That's a big part of it. But you you reach the uh, you reach the masses. You reach people internationally, and you're selling 24 seven. So you can't beat it.
0: Well, why don't you tell people out there uh, in the Beckett universe how they can get a hold of you on social media as well as your website?
3: Sure, um, you can. You can uh, find us on Twitter at Advent Sports, and we also have uh, a Advent Sports Marketplace group on Facebook.
0: Okay. Uh,
3: if you look us up there, and we we try to post a lot of what we're working on these days, the new product that comes in, uh, the the great hits. You know, if we get some nice hits, we try to post them there, let people know. But mostly, what we do is we do a lot of free giveaways. Yeah. You know, I, I'm giving away stuff almost every day. You know, just giving cards away, um, just for liking, uh, you know, liking a, a post. You know, we, we just give stuff away, and, it, and it's a great way to connect with our customers. Let them know we appreciate them, and I constantly let them know that. Um, we probably have close to 1,400 uh, people in that group right now, and you know, I think it's just great. I like to give back. You know, we, we've been supported for many years. I have customers that for many years have been um, been with us. And, you know, this is a great way for us to give back. And it's also a great way to, to uh, connect. Yep. And, you know, we share our thoughts on the, on the hobby. We, we try to, you know, um, give people a preview on, on, on what new, what's coming out that's new. And, uh, you know, we get feedback from the customer as well. So it, it's a real good place to so check out. Check us out there on Facebook, the Absence Sports Marketplace. You know, so we'd be uh, happy to have you there.
0: Definitely. Well, yeah, everyone loves free things, so I'm 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 pretty sure a lot of people are going to check that out just for the free goodies. Uh, but Will, I appreciate you coming on the show. Had a lot of fun, and you know, whenever you want to come on and talk trading cards, uh, you have my number, so just give me a ring. All right.
3: Absolutely, Derek. Thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Well, that pretty much wraps it up here at Beckett Radio. Shout out to Matt Bible and Will Zana of. Avzen sports cards for coming on the show, talking a little trading cards, a little sports, a little gaming, a little non sports, a little movies, you know. We we just have a broad spectrum. He of covers stuff. it all, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he we, we have a lot of fun talking about all that stuff. So uh Eric, that's that pretty much wraps up the show, man. I don't I don't know if you have anything you want to talk about, but I got nothing. You got nothing? I'm done. Playoffs. We yeah, we, we should talk playoffs, man. I mean the Warriors game one. Uh, did really well against the Rockets. I mean, they were down by like 16, came Ooh. back at halftime, and they never really looked back. Now Dwight Howard's he might be out for game two tonight. Uh, you know, I mean, I watched LeBron do his thing. That's why I'm wearing the LeBron jersey today. Got that on today. Yeah, Cavs look good. Uh, playoffs for NHL seems exciting. I still haven't watched. Still, yeah, I'm I'm still in basketball mode, man. I understand. It's uh it's unfortunate, but I mean I heard there was a triple overtime thriller a couple nights ago. Uh
1: yes, Chicago and Anaheim. Of course Chicago would be in it, uh, a triple it, overtime. Whew. Um I want to first talk about the goal that was disallowed. Okay. It was a my man Andrew Shaw yeah. gave gave it a header. Really? A header. A header. And it, and he scored. Uh-huh. And they waved
0: it off. So like did he actually like yes. deflect the puck?
1: Yes. He went full messy on him. Just really? Kabam.
0: Now, why did he think that it would not be a, like it would be a goal? I, heat of the
1: moment, maybe. I, okay. I, there was a lot of action. It was, it was a crowd in front of the yeah. in front of the in the net there, and you know, puck got flung up in the air, and he just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that I'll have to look at. It that, was pretty sweet. That's pretty cool.
1: They they disallowed it, but yeah. it was it was still cool. Huh. Um, then. I'm talking about the game last night, Yeah, Tampa and New York. My pick of the Rangers going to the finals is not looking too well right no, now. Yeah, not looking good. Uh, Tampa's just dog, beating the dog mess out of them. What, they, wasn't <laughs> it Wasn't it 6-5? It was 6-5. I mean, it was a close Jeez. game, but geez. It's, What's going on with Henrik?
0: Mr. I, Mr. Henrik, I, I, you know,
1: you know, I thought Hank was going to get his first his first cup uh, his first Stanley Cup, but I just don't yeah. think that's going to happen. With Tyler Johnson, on the other hand, though, you guys invest now in Tyler Johnson if you have it. Yeah. He scored a, I believe he scored a hat trick in the second, not last wow. night, wow, the night before, yeah. So he scored a hat trick in the second. That's, wow,
0: whew. that that's pretty, uh, it's pretty nice. Good job, Rook. Yeah, good job, Rook. Keep it up, Rook. Yeah, no playoffs still going going crazy. Uh, I mean, basketball is a lot of fun. We're in the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. And same with the hockey. So uh, get ready for the Stanley Cup and, and the NBA Finals.
1: So who's your pick for basketball? We haven't talked about that.
0: I, I got Warriors and Cavs. Warriors-Cavs. Uh, yeah, and then I got Warriors. I'm going to say in six. Warriors and six. Uh, yeah, I, I just I feel like they're on another level right now. I've been saying that for a while. Uh, even though when they get down, all they got to do is hit a couple threes. They get a little momentum, maybe get a slam dunk, and they're back in it. You know?
1: Did you see uh, Curry's daughter took, stole the show? The other yeah,
0: day? I, I, I've, saw, I've seen clips, uh, and people are kind of dogging on him for it. What? And it's like, you know what? I understand how the media needs to do their job. But at the same time, he just got off a game and played outstanding he was winded yeah and it wasn't like all right i'm gonna bring my daughter and he said it was kind of last minute yeah sure why not you know Mm -hmm. but you know people were i mean media members were dogging him like we're trying to do our job and we can't do our job because you bring your kid and it's like okay i understand your frustration but at the same time it's a whole lot better than what marshawn lynch does sure so why don't you take what you can get you know what i mean. But that's just me being me. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, people were getting on him for it.
1: World champs, boss. World champs.
0: What, what is that? <laughs> They're not the world champs yet. That dude. was that was Marshawn Lynch, man. Oh, gosh. I was like, what What are you?
1: I'm just here so I don't get fined.
0: There you go. Yeah. I hate that guy. Hey. Oh, I forgot you're freaking Seahawks fan. He's from Oakland, too, isn't he? He is from Oakland. So, so I do have to so give him that. back up off of that? I, hey. I do have to give him that. But, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. That's all I'll say that.
1: If he wasn't if he was wearing a Niners. Oh, I would, a, love him. would love him.
0: Love him. So. Absolutely love him. But he, he's he's with the dirty Seahawks, so gotta gotta give him hate. But all right, man, great show. Thanks to everyone out there for listening to Becca Radio. Check us out on Twitter. We're doing a lot of giveaways, so at Beckett Radio, all one word. If you have any questions or comments, shoot us an email, radio at becca I will be at the Houston show at the end of May. So if you are down there, check me out. I'll be there taking submissions. Uh, with mr jeremy murray Uh, and if you have any problems with grading don't come to me talk to jeremy because he's (laughs) the boss uh so yeah it should be a lot of fun but yeah i'm out thanks for listening to becca radio i'm derek i'm eric we'll see you guys later have a good one